Welcome to the Art Chatter Podcast, a fortnightly window into the working lives of two artists, Karen George and Gaynor Leverett-Jakes. Join us for our chats as we mix up friendship and art and inspiration for artists and art lovers alike. New Year, Gainer. Happy New Year, Karen. How are you doing? I'm really feeling refreshed. It's been a great Christmas seeing family. What about you? Same, same. It's been just a joy to be able to be in our own little bubble for a couple of weeks and chill out completely. Yeah. It's been lovely. Lots of walks, fresh air, too much of the naughty things, but it's been good too. Yeah, and I think it's also sort of whatever happens, you know, in the year, at least we feel sort of ready and prepared now. Yeah, exactly. I think everybody needs to just take stock, relax, switch off for a bit, and then, you know, now's the time to decide what we want this year going forward. And whatever's going on in the world outside... I think for artists and creatives, the one thing we do have is, you know, come back to practice. Just come back to wherever your space is that you're working and feel grounded in that. Um, Whatever's going on, it's really nice to just kind of think, well, I can keep going here. This is this is what I do and keep going because we've you know, we've been through all sorts of things in the last couple of years. And if anything, it's taught us that practice and keeping going and keeping in touch with communities it's the biggest thing ever and it really does help really does help so anyway so talk to me about everything lovely in your world and your what's going on with you for this year what are your plans well I've sort of spent sort of on and off the odd sort of couple of hours here and there over Christmas I've been sort of reviewing and thinking about what I've been doing in the last year and mm-hmm. sort of seeing what worked well um mm-hmm. what I enjoyed basically and what yeah what was missing as well okay. um and it's been sort of I've been combining different review processes so I've been using the design trust planner review yeah, process which we talk about quite a we lot do. don't we um but towards the end of last year, I also joined um, Alice Sheridan's Connected Artists um, group and they have a different review process. Same sort of end in mind that you're actually looking at what you did and um, what was the sort of your biggest achievement and things like that. Um, but also sort of so there's degrees of overlap between the two reviews, slightly different questions, but it just enabled me to look at it at different angles. Yeah. Um, I think the main thing for me, 
And I, I don't know about you, but you know when you do sort of New Year, I mean, a lot of people do New Year resolutions, don't they? And um, mm. they deny themselves things like, right, okay, I'm not going to eat chocolate now for the next month or ever again. Yeah. And after about a week, you give up because it's yeah. it's too hard work or it wasn't the, the you know the goal wasn't strong enough or you know yeah it seems sort of a petty thing to stop um mm. just for the sake of it this year and i did it last year as well i'm going to do um things i want my re- new resolution is you know, things i want to do i'm going to do more mm. of this it's much more positive i know so it's nice you know just things like if you know I mean, in terms of just normal life, I suppose you could say sort of something along the lines of I'm going to eat more healthy food. You know, if yeah, rather than saying I'm going to eat, not eat, deprive. Yeah, deprive myself of chocolate, I can still eat chocolate. But may, maybe by eating more healthy food, I won't be have enough space for as much chocolate. It negates it. <laughs> so um, we'll see, see um, whether, you know, that all works. And um, yeah. I know in 21, you did a couple of things you committed to that worked really well. So one of them was you did the 100-day challenge, which was an Instagram challenge. And I know that worked really well for you because I saw people actually really engaged with your process when we were in exhibitions. And, you know, when you explained that you, you challenged yourself to do 50 of one thing and 50 of another people were really interested and artists were interested in getting involved this year too um i think i did about 35 days and life got in the way so one of my positives this year is i'm i'm going to commit to the 100 days when it happens um because i enjoyed the practice i enjoyed it um so yeah that more of yeah, is is a good way of looking at it. I'd, I'd forgotten about that actually until I sort of reviewed mm. that that was actually something I'd actually done because I actually yeah. did a um, I, I wrote a list and I think if people haven't reviewed over Christmas, mm. now's as good a time as any. Sort of write a list, oh, of, yeah. write a list of all the things you actually did, so you remember yeah. that you actually did them in twenty twenty one, and I also wrote down that I had actually finished the sketchbook project, sketchbook. Oh, yes, you and did. And I the, um, sent that back, the Brooklyn Art Library one. The Brooklyn yeah. sketchbook project. And yeah. that one I was a bit delayed on. I don't think I made the actual deadline they suggested, but I got it back before the final deadline, if you know what I mean. Yeah. There was a couple of... I have now returned mine as oh, well. well which, again, way past deadline, but happy to do so. You know, it was, it was a really kind of... Yeah. I've done it and it's gone and I, I don't think you know even if it's not included in the whole project because it was late I feel a sense of achievement that I actually completed it in the end <laughs> yeah things kind of get in the way sometimes don't they when you commit to something like that and deadlines slide but I think still continuing on and finishing was really good for me to do it I think this year I was I got sort of sometimes um last year I was getting overwhelmed with having too much to do things Mm. were out of kilter out of balance so this year I want to do more of the things that are more fun um 
both with family and with art. And yeah. I mean, one of the art things I want to do, and it's a big bit of my process anyway, is just to keep the practice of sketching going out and sketching because I really enjoy going out for a walk and sketching and yeah. towards so for the first half of the year last year I was doing that regularly and it was feeding into my work really naturally and then the second half of the year you are then tied up with finishing paintings and um, exhibitions and selling your work and I suppose it's a different mix of things you do um it sort of goes in waves for me in terms of a pattern. I don't, I, or maybe that's the way it's going to be, sort of that all my sketching process is the first half of the year. But I missed, I think I missed that balance in the second half of the year. So I should mm. have done more of it, um, maybe over other things. Um, so that's yeah. the one of the thing that even though it's cold outside, I'm going to be doing more sketching again and actually getting to the habit because it it really I think it really helps me and my process yeah and that's that thing of finding what works for you isn't it I mean I walk every day obviously because I have my dog um and I absolutely love it and I love the countryside that we live so close to um and I love walking in woods and everything but I don't stop to sketch partly because I know I'd get cold and I don't do cold. <laughs> um, the other partly is because Mad Dog would be kind of, what the heck is going on now? Um, and also, I feel the inspiration not from the sketches, but from the walk itself. So when I come back, that's when I feel inspired to do work. And it might be in my sketchbook, but it might be about colour rather than actual. Hello? I can see Karen's <laughs> eyes have just gone wide. I keep, I keep getting the most amazing noises in my headphones, so um, oh, do hopefully um, that's not ruining the podcast. <laughs> well, I can't hear anything, oh, right. so I think you're fine. Maybe you'll be all right. And, and our magic <laughs> tech fairy will tech it out or whatever. Fingers crossed. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, it's all a bonus for the listeners. They can work out what it is. If you can work out what it is, let us know. <sighs> Yeah, so I, that's what happens with me. I, I get inspired and come back and I'm inspired to work. So it's a different process, but um, the walks and nature definitely play into it. And, oh gosh, the other things that I want to do more of is, although it's not fun, um, one of the things you did that I thought was a good idea, sorry, I'm waffling a bit here, but every day you posted for a long time every day on Instagram. I did, I did a challenge for a year. I did a year. Yeah. A post a day for a year every day yeah and I don't know that I could commit to that because again peaks and troughs but I want to post at least two or three times a week for that engagement because it's as much as anything um it's really nice when you get feedback from other people and you actually have interaction and chat with them online I've, and that definite engagement is is improving, and that's that's what you're building up is rapport with everybody. I've got I've got to know quite a few artists on in, mm. Instagram through their work and sort of commenting on theirs and they they them commenting on mine. I mean, there's yep. Susan McCreevy up in Inverness, which yeah, I feel that you know if you ever met if you ever met up that you'd know each other a bit already, which 
I think is brilliant. Yeah. Um, one thing I'm going to do um, this year is be better. And it, again, it doesn't sound very exciting. Um, <laughs> is I'm going to be better at tracking, tracking my um, studio time. Sort of, I want to say plan how much studio time I want to spend and block it off in a weekly planner. Um, but mm-hmm. I also then want to actually track what I actually did. So I've got a measure, okay. a measure of how right, much... Right, so how are you going to do that? Well, I'm going to... I'm going to keep using the... I'm going to, I'm going to keep using the Design Trust Planner, mm-hmm. and which has got weekly sort of sheets. And at the top of each yeah. week, I'm going to write down how many hours I'm... or that I want to spend per day... Right. So it might be I spend maybe, I don't know, for example, three hours a day or four hours a day for two or th- mm-hmm. two or three days a week and I'll block mm-hmm. and I'll block that in and then I'll actually have a an actual figure. Yeah. So because sometimes I, I actually do end up in the studio, but I don't actually, uh, when I say I'm going to, I should say, but I don't actually mm. then say, did I do longer than I usually did? Yeah, that I planned or did I do less than yeah. I planned? Because yeah. I think that then ties up with how many paintings you're producing and things like that. Yes. So you can actually see where you're actually going. And also mm. also I'm going to take more uh keep track, I suppose, better on my finances on a monthly basis rather than um on my my annual my annual normal <laughs> accounts basis Um, I'm one of these people that stuffs envelope and an envelope with Mm. receipts and I write on the receipts what things are for and I write on my bank statements what things are for Um, and when I'm at a sale I write down what I've sold and what size Mm -hmm. it was so it's all there but then it's almost like a year in lieu because I you know I just finished so this year 31st of January the mm-hmm. accounts go in for the previous, so it would be 2021 accounts, where we've actually just done 21, 22, yeah, we're, we're in the 21, yeah. 22 year. So yeah. I haven't actually got a, a handle on what my 21, 22 accounts actually are, because I'm still thinking about the 2021 20, accounts. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yes, completely, because I've just had to do the same. Yeah, and so I thought if I have a, a track of each month what I've taken in and what I've yep. spent mm. for the year I'm actually living in rather than <laughs> the tax year I'm doing. Retrospectively. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that would be a good um, good starting point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, some people I know are absolutely meticulous about accounts. Um, and I think... Dear listeners, you're getting a bit of a taste of accountability course here because we're saying what we intend to do. So this is kind of a big old overview. And um, one of the things that one of our accountability partners, Gina, does is she keeps track of what she spent and what she's taken in every month. And some months it's going to be dire because you spend a lot to produce work. And it's, you know, all those little things add up, new paints new clay new aprons whatever it is you buy all of a sudden and beginning of the year we all like you know 
kind of new things, fresh things. We want a fresh start. So it all looks a bit, oh my goodness, I've spent so much money. But over the year, you'll you'll be able to track. I mean, even if you do one of those little tiny um, charts that shows you kind of up, down, up, down, um, showing the uh, the mountains and the the valleys of your financial life, shall we say. Um, but yeah, it's something that I intend to do as well, Karen. So we can keep a check on each other every month and say, did you do your accounts? And then at the end of the year, it will be so easy, like so easy to just hand that over and say, there you go, Mr. Tax Inspector, um, you owe me 50 quid or... <laughs> I owe you nine million quid, whichever the way it goes, you know. Yeah. Let's see how it goes for the year. I think um, also when you're doing your accounts, one thing that I actually did address last year was trying to even Mm. out the um, peaks and troughs of finance Mm. was to get, I mean, because obviously sort of getting an, an income if you're just painting depends on painting sales and if all your sales are towards the end of the year you yep. could have sort of three four months where you're not actually getting money coming in for that so I yeah. um, increased the number of workshops I did last year so yeah. that I evened out my income so mm-hmm. in the earlier part of the year along and I, I didn't do like full-time workshops so it was just you know one every couple of weeks, maybe. Um, yeah. And that evened out the income in terms of sort of, you know, not many painting sales because you're producing work. Well, I, yeah. I was producing work um, mm. compared to later in the year when the paintings are actually selling more. Yeah. I mean, that's really good, but I, as you know, don't do workshops. It's just not my thing. Um and I think also, I I don't think I lead very well when it comes to talking about how to work or how to use paints because I think we all, like you say, you know, we all have very individual styles and we have individual ways of working. And I think because I've worked so hard to get to this point, going back to the beginning to explain to somebody else how I work or how they start I I think I just screw with my head honestly <laughs> I really do it's like no this is what I'm supposed to be doing so I I can't switch my brain off enough but one thing I have found is offering mentoring yes I saw that and that's yeah it's it came actually Gina suggested it again our accountability buddy um yeah it's because I trained as a counsellor many moons ago um, and I think the accountability practice has really taught me how to pick out what is essential every every week, every month, whatever it is. And so actually talking to people and I've noticed that when I'm talking to people as well at exhibitions and they come up to you, often artists will approach us and talk to us about, you know, what you're doing, what you're planning, you know and how you work and they don't know necessarily how to get started not that they don't know how to get started with paint but they don't know where to begin and so often what they need is somebody to just help them to prioritize what they want 
And I think that's where my strengths come in. That's where my strengths lie. Not in the actual teaching of the painting, but in the teaching of getting down to the nitty-gritty of where they want to begin. So that's why I've done that instead. But again, like you, it's quiet times, it's the occasional hour or two, and it fits in with everything else. And it's something that I really enjoy and plays to my strengths as well. It's one of the reasons we set up the accountability calls in the first place, um, because we enjoy that interaction. So, yes, that's, yeah, it's, it's, it's something to consider if you have quiet times in sales. I think the the other thing in terms of um you know quiet times in sales I thought I'd do this year is um update my website. Ooh. I know. I mean it's relatively um new anyway. Mm. But I'm thinking in terms of um so she sort of thinks and says um all the time. Um <laughs> say it again. I want to I want to be able to show my work in a better light. I want to have better photographs of my work. Yeah. I want to show yeah. them in situ, so using some of these room maps. And last yeah. year I did it for some one of the later exhibitions I did. Um I mm. I managed to sort of do all that for the Take 2 exhibition we did. Um yeah. but a lot of my other work I hadn't got round to taking decent photos of, and I, I yeah. quite frankly, had just put them on the website and hoped, you know, that would, well, that would, it's better than nothing is what I thought. It's better to have them up there yeah. um, showing examples of what you do. But I really think that having um, more photos, more in situ, changing the way that it looks on the website would be more engaging. So I'm going to have a look at that and that might drive more and learn also this is the other thing learning about seo stuff again mm. um to drive more traffic to my website yeah it's interesting because once you've built a website you think well that's done but actually it's never done um because for one thing we paint so you've always got new work or hopefully yeah frequently have new work um and the other thing is, like, you, we improve. We improve our skills on websites and things. Well, I don't because I've got the lovely Kerry who kind of steps in and says, let me do that for you. Um, but photographs make a heck of a difference. Perspective, the sizing, makes a massive difference. The one thing I would say to anybody is put something next to your work to give it perspective if you're going to take a photograph or use, like Karen said, one of the room apps. It's huge. But also, lots of my photographs initially were just taken, in fact, not even now, taken with an iPhone. But as my iPhone has improved, the photographs have improved. And also as my practice of kind of making sure that the lighting is even and there's less shadow, that's made a difference. So, yes, that's another thing on the to-do list for the year. Again, it's one of those, I will do it gently over time and gradually replace. I know I met one client who, um, in the, I think, September, October time, 21, who'd bought three pieces from me, um, which was absolutely lovely for different members of the family. Um, and when I actually delivered, he was blown away. He's like, oh, I didn't realise they were that big. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, 
are they going to fit? Oh, yeah, they'll fit. It's fine. But, you know, he just had not appreciated if he the size of the pieces. If he didn't realise the size of the pieces, does that mean yeah. your prices could go up? Oh, I hadn't thought that far, Karen. Oh, there you go. Yeah. If he thought they were yeah. smaller, maybe yeah. for that price. Mm, yeah, maybe. Who thought? Yeah, I hadn't even considered that. I'm... I'm going to this. Uh, I was looking at the Design Trust um, planner, and it yeah. it actually splits your goals. They call them juicy goals, sort of into yeah. quarterly, ninety day projects. So mm-hmm. you choose four juicy goals that you want to achieve during the the year, mm. and actually, sort of coming up with them. Do you have a way that you do it? Do you? I mean, because I'm just thinking of myself, because I'm, I suppose I like things on paper rather than computer. Mm. And I just got a big piece of paper and wrote down a bit like a, are they called mind maps where you write like yeah. a spider's web? And you, I was thinking of yeah, all the spidergrams, mind maps. Yeah. yeah. And so I was writing down everything that I wanted to achieve this year. That's and a nice idea. then I tried to sort of categorise and group elements that would be yeah. maybe linked to be a, a juicy goal. Yeah. Um, and then when you sort of, you have to decide on the juicy goal, sort of why is it important? You know, actually write down why is the juicy goal important to you? Um, yeah. And does it get it get you to your long-term aim? Because it is worth looking ahead, think ahead, think ahead mm. sort of to this time next year or five years' time or ten years' time, where do you want to be? Because otherwise, you just carry on doing what you're doing. Well, my my lovely husband has a great phrase that he says, it's all very well running up the street as long as you're running up the right street. You know, it's, you, know you can go hell for leather at something and then realise actually it's absolutely irrelevant. So you do have to have a good reason. And actually, sometimes you need really good motivation to do stuff as well. You know, you want... Yeah, God, we all need reasons to do things, don't we? It's ridiculous just kind of ploughing away and thinking, yeah, I'm ploughing the wrong field here, you know? Um, <laughs> there is another thing when you said about having plans for next year or the year be- year after or five years or ten years. I did this lovely thing last year which... Um, I think we did together, where we wrote down a couple of questions as if the year's already happened. So you write it down in January so now, of the year. You write it down now, now. And you say, this is my proudest achievement of 2022. But you don't open it till 2023 in January. So same, same time of year. Pop it in the back of your diary. And I think there's a couple of questions. What's your proudest achievement um, and I can't remember the other ones, but I opened mine recently. One of them was learning to dance. <laughs> That's like, what's that to yeah, do with that art? Did, didn't happen. I just put it as an aside and I was like, that's bonkers. So really that motivation to do something really is important, I think, rather than getting random with things. <laughs> I made myself laugh, which is good. But I was like, I was not expecting to see that. Yeah, there was a couple on the list that actually happened in a way, you, if I was kind of flexible about the way I thought about my goals, but, you know. Yeah, I had the, I had the same. I'm, I mean, I won't say what I'd written down because yeah. that's, you know, it's 
that's personal to me, but yeah, I had bits where, um, oh, for example, one I will share. I was trying to get something accepted into a particular exhibition, and that didn't happen. Mm. I think because I didn't actually apply, so that didn't help, oh, did it? Well, that's never going to be accepted uh, then, is it? But it did get into another one that I hadn't actually well, written down. I see that as a win. So if you took the name of the yeah. actual exhibition out and just said, yeah. applied to a decent exhibition that you wanted to be shown in, <laughs> then it worked. It worked. So that was, that was one, of the, one of the things. So, yeah, I think it's a, it's a valuable exercise to do because it, it's almost like a record of what you're thinking then as well. I know. And seeing whether you... I mean, I must admit, I did look at my list and think, what was I thinking? (laughs) (laughs) Where was my head at right then? (laughs) I think I was a bit uncomfortable about actually doing it because I think we um, talked about it in the accountability call. call, And I wasn't sure because I'd never done it before. So this time I think I'll be a bit more... Maybe a bit more varied with my questions maybe i will okay. maybe i will yeah. um learn to dance as well who knows yeah who knows well anyway the main the main thing though that yes. i am going to get better at this year at is that Ooh. when i achieve my goals yes knowing what, what my reward is going to be oh oh now you're talking so have you written your rewards down um I'm just, I will struggle with it. I will struggle with that side of things because I feel mm-hmm. as if it's, oh, I don't really need that. I, I shouldn't do that. Right. So what sort of rewards are you thinking then? Well, I was thinking you could do, sort of like treat yourself to a workshop or That's treat yourself nice. to a day out with family or a meal out or something, but something you, you wouldn't necessarily do as a matter of course. Yeah, that's a bit special, and you can hold off until you get that yeah. particular goal so many achieved. Paintings ticked off. Yeah, yeah. What sort of rewards would you give yourself? A dancing lesson. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it's strange. It's not top of my priority list at the moment, <laughs> but <laughs> but probably should be. Wait, that's, wait, that's were, you, were you watching Strictly at the time? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably just finished watching. I don't know. Probably Bill Bailey or somebody wins. Was it? I don't know. I, I didn't see it. When. I didn't see it. Gosh. Um, yeah. I. I think. Well. Anyway. Who knows what goes on in my brain? Even I don't know. But yeah. So rewards for me. I think. Yeah. Maybe actually one of the things I find as a painter. I don't know if you find this, but I think probably quite physical. Things like um, sculptors may find it, where your shoulders, my arms and my shoulders often give me a lot of jip because of the way, sometimes I suppose the way my stance is bad and I'm standing forward or I bend over a piece to, to work on it or whatever. And so I think I'd probably treat myself to a massage. Mm. I, there you go. Yeah. I, I probably mm. wouldn't. <laughs> No, exactly. And so you do You do have to find your own kind of, oh, if I do like two weeks worth of painting, I'll book myself a massage as a treat. Does that work? That does work. Though I think it's tied up with the juicy... I wonder if I juicy, can put that down as a business is expense. That a juicy goal, though? <laughs> two weeks? Oh, it might be. 90 days, after 90 days, if you achieve it, go for a massage. You mm. might do it anyway. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's one thing. I think I fancy the massage. We've, we've just got to keep on thinking on that, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Anyway, so what, what are you up to this week now that you're back in the studio, back into some sort of normal life? Because life is suspended over Christmas New Year period, I think. It's not, it's kind of a strange fantasy land of, you know, well, I'm, time doesn't matter. No, I'm cracking on with a commission actually. I've got I've got a um, collage commission to crack on mm-hmm. with, so I'm going to get that one done and then get yep. it okayed by the clients. Okay, and then there'll be a series to do, assuming that that oh, one's okay. So yeah, that's really nice. So I'm looking forward to that actually. Yeah. I sort of do you take commissions in the quiet times as well, or do you kind of book them in if people want them? When you're really busy, do you say, I just can't do this until whenever? Yeah, no, my, my commission time is the during the first, generally during the first four months of the year. Right. Um, yeah. Occasionally, if it's, you know, particularly if a friend has sort of said they want something or it's, you know, maybe I've got a lull or a little gap that I think, yeah. actually, no, I can squeeze in another one. I might go up to, you know, July at the latest, but I do not do anything commission-wise in the latter half no it's i just find it's too busy but normally yeah. i have um painting commissions as well during this sort of time of the year that's nice so i mean gen- you find that people get in touch with you after christmas mm. um you know they've they've mused over what they've seen at you know exhibitions you've done and they've looked at your website yeah. and they come back with oh we've just done this could you fit us mm. in and that generally works well. So alongside yeah. doing all my sketchbook trips, commissions mm. and things. What about you? What are you going to be That's doing? That's really nice. Yeah, I'm also, I have three small commissions to do that are for one person. So I'm going to be um, working on those. Yeah. Mm. Which again, yeah, I'm looking forward to them. Whereas before Christmas, I was kind of, oh, I don't know if I can do this. It's too busy. But now it feels, you know, perfect. Not, it's good. not everybody likes doing commissions, though. No, I I must be honest, it's not my favourite thing to do. But when I've got a free reign and maybe just have some colours to include, then that's really good fun, which is this commission. Yeah. Is kind of, can you do what you do? Um, With this palette? But yes, yeah, which I'm very happy to do. Um, but when people are more instructional I don't know what the word is prescriptive maybe yeah prescriptive then I find them more difficult because I'm desperate not to disappoint I think and I think that gets in the way it makes me overthink at times another it's a subject for another podcast I think I think it probably is yeah (laughs) (laughs) anyway happy 2022 here's to a bright future for all of us it'll be great It'll be great. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be great. All right. Yeah. We'll speak to you soon. Yeah. Take care. Yeah. Bye. Bye. Bye.